what's going on my youtube and welcome back to malomes mike disappointment will always be disappointment mm-hmm. and whether you're dealing with it or not you will feel it what's going on it's your boy malome youtube and welcome back to a brand new episode of malomes mike today i'm not alone i'm with kamo hello laka kamo hello laka as you guys call her in the comment section hi guys <laughs> And this is an interview, cool conversation. When you guys know Kamu is a good friend of mine, we're very close. I'm currently in her apartment right now. Shooting my name is Mike in Cape Town because we're keeping it consistent for you guys. Uh, today's conversation is a lot of fun. It's about entrepreneurship. And a lot of my friends have 95s. And this one of my friends who actually is an entrepreneur outside of being a student and having a job like uh, on campus, which we'll touch on later. But Kamu is an entrepreneur. I think I've seen her create three companies last year, two to three companies, all within three? the same holding company. So obviously you've got like a what is what's it called like a collections yeah. and then within that you've done a number of things which we'll touch on later. Oh my god. But this conversation is basically <laughs> you're an entrepreneur in your early 20s. Kamo's 21, I'm 26. My word. Uh Kamo's 22 this year. So we're yeah. basically been entrepreneurs um our whole 20s. Well, okay, my whole life I've been an entrepreneur. I guess I just started. Okay. Yeah, Kamo just started. Still a student so she's like, you know, I'm a new baby. I'm a newbie. I think, yeah, I think in this podcast, I'm going to be the newbie to entrepreneurship. And then obviously you're like... I've got a, yeah, I've never, I've never had nine to five in my life. I've always... You're, yeah, you're, you've been an entrepreneur your whole life. Really. My whole life, yeah. So I've had, yeah. I've, I've worked in the past. Yeah. But yeah, we'll touch on that later. Anyway, so today we're speaking about business. I want to give you guys a bit of a, a breakdown. Uh, business inspiration, when we started, you know, the education system, how we feel about that. You know, the risks that come with businesses. Um, how much money we make from our businesses. Um, how we started the procedures, the challenges, you know, the hard moments. Uh, when did you feel like it was thriving? When did you feel like it was, you know, not thriving? When did you feel like you were you were down? What you do when you're down? How do you get started? How do you start with zero rent in your account? So it's going to be a lot that we're speaking about today. It already sounds like a lot. You already mentioned some of them. They're like, oh my God, am I going to tell them? <laughs> am I going to tell them how much I'm making? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, scary, 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 scary. But yeah, man, just to get started, I think the best thing to do is to tell you guys, you know, welcome to the podcast, like I said already. Uh, if you guys are new to the podcast, we would appreciate any form of engagement. Like I'm talking about like a like or a comment. Um, if you're on Spotify, give us a review. Uh, do listen to us on Spotify if you're on YouTube and other streaming platforms. Because we're everywhere, baby. We're, which we're really trying. We're trying to do this consistency thing for you guys. And this is week three, being consistent. Shout or out. week four. That's good. Which is good. Like obviously we've been posting the whole year, but now we've, you know. You're more consistent. Uh, which because there's, there's, there's less pressure because right now it's based on like where I am, where my gear is. Before it was like a lot of people as well. Okay, which is nice. I feel like that makes it more flexible for you then. Yeah, which is great. Flexible, yeah. So I hope you guys are also like understanding that, you know, I'm a sledding Lucas too. I'm going to shoot them when I get back from Cape Town. But this is what I can do right now. At the end of the day, it's about giving you guys consistent content, you know. This guy said, Ish, the main members are not here, but I'll just give you something. I'm giving you something until you guys. Sorry, that was your cue to be like, no, that's not the case. Oh. But that's what they say in the comment section. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I think we'll start with you. I've been speaking quite a yeah. bit. I'm take a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'm not speaking because like I don't want to interject like while you're speaking. Because then it's just like, who do we listen to? Because then it's like, are we fighting to speak? That's why I'm quiet. Yeah. Yeah. What am I, wait, what? What am I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? So what do you do? What are your companies? Okay. You know, what, yeah. Okay. Hi. My name is Kamo. I am a student, okay? I have a job, though, on campus, so let's not call it like a job job, but it's a job, okay? Hey, get to, hey, can I play sleep? It's a job. Um, I have businesses. Business. I think it sounds weird. I'm not used to it. I feel like I don't think about it and say, okay, I have businesses, but when other people speak about me, they say, oh, you have this business. I'm like, oh, shit, that is something I do have. But, okay, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I have Laka Collections. It's yeah. clothing. It's yeah, a clothing line. Yeah. Um, I also have a... Form of jewelry with the beads. I kind of discontinued those. But you've something that you've done. Okay. So I think maybe we saw like that. When I started this whole thing of actually like... And the reason I started was because I'm like, I am a broke hun. I need to fix that. So, um, and I'm very business minded. So I decided, you know what, let me try waist beads. Also because I was interested in waist beads and I wanted to wear waist beads, but I couldn't find waist beads. So then I made for myself, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to sell these. So that's the thing I started with. I started with waist beads. And then after sort of getting the hang of waist beads, I was like, let's move on to actual things now. Like, I think, I think with, the, with, the, with, the, with the waist beads, I think you saw a gap in the market because 
I remember you, she had bought a bunch of beads and then she wanted to make herself her own jewelry, so her own beads. She posted on her IG test and someone was like, yo, bro, are you selling? So she saw like demand and she's like, okay, yeah. cool. Whoa, people are asking me yeah. you know, if this thing is being sold. And I don't know where to buy waist beads. I had to make my own waist beads. Yeah, so Let me sell a couple. Exactly. And then she started making it herself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, that didn't necessarily work, as, work out as it should have. Because number one, when the money came in, it came out. Okay, the yeah. So 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 let's 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 make it a little bit easier for them. So now you've got the whole waist uh, beat. No, you got the whole waist beat thing. Got the market. You're excited now. Okay, take them through the steps that you did as a new business because that was one of your first new businesses. Yeah, it failed because you stopped and lack of marketing. In my opinion, yeah, I, exactly. I was gonna add that to the list. Take them through the steps from the beginning. So you get the waist okay. beat. You see the demand. Now you start making. Okay. Then what happens from there? Okay, so now I start making waist beads. So the first thing I need to figure out is I need to put together, if someone DMs me saying, hey, I want to purchase, what's the, st- like the way forward from there? So then I was like, okay, that's when I started. I wrote on my notes, my notepad. And I basically created, you know how like if you message like an, an established company, you get like an automated message. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically created like an automated message. So when someone DMs me saying they want to order, it's an automated message basically saying, hey, um, thank you for you know texting or messaging, and then I was like, okay, in order to process your order, this is what I want from you. You're gonna give me um, measurements. You're gonna give me which ones you want and how many. And then same time, I then I also then also in that same message, I'm telling you that um, for the pro- for it to actually like proceed, I need you have to also send me confirmation of the payment. And that same thing, I'm also sending you my bank account details and also tell you how to reference it. Okay, and then. Yeah, then you order and the, everything is basically, and that, 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 that's the first step. Yeah. Did that come from experience? Like, had you done something where you saw something in the past and you felt like, Ish, I keep going back and forth with my clients or that I have like a system and send them a message which basically gives them everything they need and mm. everything they need to give me? Or was it like the first time and you're like, no, this is the best thing to do? Uh, I learned while doing it. Like when someone messaged me, the first person that messaged me talking about ordering and I decided to actually go ahead with this thing. Um, I realized that I was sending messages that were kind of, it seemed like they were all over the place. Yeah. And I was like, that's not a good idea. So then you decided to now systemize your business. Yes, exactly. Basically make the exchange of information easier and like straightforward. Yeah, exactly. And also it's just kind of like, I don't want, I don't want the consumer to come back to me and ask me for something I could have easily given to them knowing that they're going to want it. Yeah. Like you can't necessarily say, I'm okay, someone's going to order and then you don't even send, you don't necessarily give them the information about where to pay or how to pay. Mm. I must first ask you now okay how can i make the payment i don't think that's nice yeah. i don't think it's, it's a smart move regardless like the easier it is for the consumer to make the purchase the better yeah, 100%. So, and yeah. then from there what was your next step out to that okay um and then from there i okay obviously then packaging packaging was important I was like okay how sharp and is this is this happening like are you have you sat down and be like, okay cool i want to no. do this company no and for me to do this company i need no. packaging i need a thingy i need marketing or you just there like okay cool uh, okay, intro message. Okay, what what would be cool? Okay, packaging. Um. Okay, so for example, people were not ordering. I did not know that this was happening, but when I decided that it's going to happen, I was like, okay, let's say someone buys. This this is when now it's actually established. I'm saying people can order. Okay, I don't know when I'm going to put this thing in. I don't. So I'm like, okay, what would be what would look cute? So now I'm just sitting at home and I'm brainstorming what would work. And then the next thing I did was I need to find packaging places. I need to find places that sell packaging. So then I Googled places in Cape Town, okay? Packaging in Cape Town. There's one, I found one, um, oh, I can't find the, pack, the, I can't remember the name now because I haven't been there in a very long time, which is bad, by the way, for your business, but we'll get to that point. Um, looked for packaging and then found packaging, found a place that sold and then bought them. And then once I got my first order, that's when I started seeing exactly how I wanted to package them. My first few orders that came out didn't have like a sticker with like a collections. The ones, like I think, after four orders or something, that's when I started getting stickers because it's only after I have started the process of selling them that I was like, okay, I actually want it to be better like this. I actually want this to look like this. And then I got a, a company that had made stickers and um, then I got the stickers and then started rolling out the packaging with the stickers with um, with my logo on it. So, yeah, I did not have a system. I, yeah. I created the system as I was doing it. Yeah, and those yeah. are the main things. Intro message, yeah. packaging, product, creating product. Then I know we just you, exchange. And I, know, I, know, I know for her, like one more touch on this on this company. One more, another thing that really like affected her was the time it makes to actually do the beads. So now, like she wasn't getting a crazy amount of orders. She was getting a fair amount of orders. But um, 
you know, the bees were taking long to produce. So now if there was a crazy amount of demand, it was going to really affect your lead times because you wouldn't be able to do it in time. No, I wouldn't. But you would have, you would have, you would have obviously expanded your company. Yeah, no fact. Yeah. Um, so, now, so now speaking on what you've been, what you've been saying, man, because mm-hmm. now you're going to speak, gonna speak on the, the lead time. That's, that's not the main thing. Like if you guys look at this example of Gamma starting this company, and these are for the people that are listening that are young. She started the company. She didn't sit down. And there's, there's pros and cons to this. She didn't sit down and say, okay, cool. I want to start a company. Let me do an Excel sheet. Let me look at all of my costs. Okay, my costs are this. This is the time it takes me to do this. These are my other, you know, my fixed costs. Like I have to have a place to do this stuff. I need to pay rent. What, 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 what. She didn't do all of those steps. She dived right into it. And her diving right into it made her learn everything wow. the long way. But as she's learning, and she's learning it through experience, which equips her way better for the next business or for improving on that business venture. So I know a lot of people always have these ideas like, yo, I want to do beats, I want to sell this, I want to do the service. And you're so scared to get started because of all this planning. Sometimes it's okay to just scrap the planning out and just start doing what you think you need to do. And then as you're going, you will learn. Because if Kamo sat down and planned for ages and ages, I think, of course, I believe in planning. It would be much more better much more effective, but because she is a bit, uh, she's a bit, I think she's very stubborn. She doesn't like learning from other people. She wants to learn herself. She's very stubborn. She wants to learn the hard way. That made her more street smart. You get me? Now she knows how to get a supplier for packaging. She knows how to get a supplier for this. She knows, okay, cool. Next time I do the next company, I need to consider the lead times when I actually create this thing. I need to factor that into the pricing because now if it's taking me two hours to do this, this thing has high value because it's two hours of my time. You get me? Mm. If I'm adding the stickers in the packaging, now it's branding. People are associating these bees with the brand, there's importance in actually doing the packaging. Mm. So even you, like, I'm very proud of you because like, subconsciously, you knew the importance of branding mm. through you going and finding a sticker supplier, designing a stamp for your thingy just to give beads out. Like those stickers, someone looks at it and scrumptious away after like 30 seconds. Like, like, the, um, once you take the beads out, that's done. That's done. But now there's branding, mm. there's respect, there's this thing as an existing entity outside of Kamalaka. I think the only thing that I knew walking into that was branding. I just knew that we live in a time where people care about what what something looks like that they're buying or spending their money on. Not necessarily the quality, I'm not going to lie. Like, for example, um, okay, we'll not talk about the established brands, but, like, I just feel like if you can, you can sell aesthetics, but that's the world we live in. You, you can sell aesthetics. Your, your, your product can be absolutely average, but the, as long as the aesthetics of it are kind of like of high quality, people are going to make the purchase. People are going to want to be able to make the purchase and then want to snap it. Because why? It looks like an aesthetically pleasing thing to have and show other people that you have it. So that's the only thing. Because, I mean, guys, social media, that's how social media works. That's why aesthetics are where it's at right now. So Facts. Yeah. And in that, like in your packaging, putting the sticker, she makes it snappable. Yes. Her making snappable allows for more Increase, clientele Yeah, to it increased the reach. Now, the only issue is that the people that were actually making the purchase are, I think it's people that are not necessarily people that like snap like that. So I, I also noticed this with my dresses. Like it hardly happened. Like people would, people. With your watch, your dresses. Yeah, my dresses, uh, like a collection, the clothing line. Yeah. Yeah, so... Just, uh, that, uh, just when you speak, you give people context. We don't know what you mean when you say addresses. Oh, sorry. The new viewers that don't know you. Sorry, sorry. She sorry. thinks he's Beyonce this way. No, what? No, I, I, I'm comfortable because I'm speaking to him and I know he knows. Yeah. But okay, sorry about that. To be inclusive, um, Laka Collections is a clothing line. Okay, under Laka Collections, there was jewelry, which was the beads. Okay, then there was also like clothing. And my bestseller was uh, a dress that I titled called Bella. Okay, so people would purchase Bella, but I wouldn't get snaps back with people like posting um, that they, you know, purchased it and how it looks on them. You know, so that's why I feel like the reach didn't, the marketing part of it didn't necessarily happen that great. But okay, we're still on the branding thing. Point is, the branding is important because people can snap it and that will increase your reach. Yeah, okay, let's move on. Yeah, 100%. Uh, okay, so that's who you are. <laughs> we'll just oh my god! We actually, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I answered who I am. You we did. somehow went into. We did. You did. You answered who you are. No, 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 no. That's not me saying I want to answer it now. That's me just saying. No, I know. I'm just saying you did touch on it. You explained that you're a student and everything. Okay. Explain what you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, and then in terms of your me, turn. most of you guys know who I am. You know, Malumi YouTube. Uh, with me, it's a bit different. So with me, a lot of YouTubers create content on YouTube. And they make money in two ways. They make money from AdSense, so the platform paying you, as well as um, brand affiliations or brand deals. You get me? 
a lot of YouTubers, I, know, I think I can count on YouTubers that treat YouTube like a business the way I do. So with me, I've set up a whole company. I've set up a whole production company on the side, which does the content for Rampedi, for Tata Rampedi and other content creators. And I've basically hired editors. I've hired camera people. Some people are hired them on retainer. Some people are hired them on a consistent monthly basis. I've got like a management team which does my, um, you know, my communication. I've got a team that does my books and my accounting and my taxes. So um, I've systemized being a YouTuber made into a business because of my degree and because of, you know, how I do things. And with me, like, I don't even know where to start, how to speak about my business. But essentially, I'm a production company. Okay. Um, that produces content across multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. And why, why do you have uh, an engineering degree sitting? Sitting? Yeah. It's not sitting. It's being used every single day. No, no, no. Okay, maybe the words I use made it seem like I'm saying like it's just sitting. I'm basically trying to say... You're basically an engin- engineer by profession. No, you're not by profession. By qualification. By qualification, yeah. But you don't use that qualification. Yeah. Why is that? Why did you decide that, you know what, I don't want to be an engineer as much as I have this qualification to become one. This is the route I want to take. My question basically is, why did you decide to be an entrepreneur instead of yeah. having a job? I think it's because my whole life, bro, like I saw my parents, my, my, mom, my mom working at 9 to 5, complaining every single day. Comes back from the office, complains about this person, that person. I know so many names, that she, people that she's always fighting with. Mm. And then my dad also wouldn't complain, but he come back highly stressed. Mm. Then I saw him move away from the nine to five and he started being an entrepreneur. Mm. Then I remember pretty much every single week, my mom would be like, yo, bro, Tato, whatever you do, this is like in grade eight, bro. Mm. I'm like 13, 12. Whatever you do, please in the future, do not work for somebody. Crazy. So I think she was literally just conditioning me mm. every single week and I would just laugh it off. Mm. But like, she was painting a Shout negative picture. G. Shout out to Mumsu for real. She was mm. painting a negative picture with me having a 9 to 5. Mm. So subconsciously, I just knew that I wasn't going to do that. That's not an option. It's not a route to yeah. take. And then now, I remember my degree. My degree was very hard for me. I really struggled with my degree. Mm. It wasn't an easy journey. Mm. Like, a lot of failure, a lot of trial and error, a lot of learning. Mm. Shout out to you for still finishing. Yeah, and in that, I just, I just, I was like, dog, is, am I going to really, like, <laughs> be doing these things every single day? Yeah. Like, I wake up at nine, and I, and I, I try to, I try to fantasize about it, and I try to make it, like, this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And I struggled, bro. I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to get, like, you know, get into my car, dress up semi-formal, go to my job, problem solve, mm-hmm. apply these strategies, you know, have a team above me, eventually the team will be below me, mm-hmm. eventually management position, get this new car, mm-hmm. get a bike, do something crazy, and then a bachelor, get a piano in my house. Mm-hmm. And I was still like, mm. It sounds like I'm kind of telling myself what I have to do in order to have the life that I want to live. Mm. I want to do a job that gives me the life I want to live now while doing that job. You get me? No. With the 9 to 5 thing, with being an engineer, it's like I was going to work from 9 to 5 every single day. Mm -hmm. Being unhappy. But you're telling yourself that you're going to be happy. Oh yeah, so, so I, I I basically try to brainwash myself and say that 9 to 5 is going to be okay for me. I'm going to be okay with this thing. And that... Didn't work. I, 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 my brain was like, no. Yeah. You don't like that. Mm. You get me? So I tried to basically, I tried to fantasize it. I tried to make it look nice. Mm. And I couldn't. So then I had the realization that like, why would I then go try fantasize this, like, fantasize this job mm. for me to work a nine to five to get paid to only enjoy my money on weekends, only enjoy mm. my money on like June or enjoy my money in but December Just the first holiday. two days after getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. I mean, my 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 degree was gonna give me a good salary, mm. so I was gonna have money for the whole month. Mm. And I was gonna. I'm very good at what I do, mm. degree wise. So I was gonna excel and easily be within leadership positions within a matter of like three, four, five years. Okay, you get me. I've got that confidence in my degree and in my mind. Her. So I wasn't gonna suffer. So it wasn't about the money even. Mm. It's like, do I want to work? This job that I don't even have an attraction to, mm. in order to live the life I want to live, mm. when I've got a job which I'm, do- I've got a side hustle which I'm doing, which allows me to live the life that I want to live okay. and generates income. Okay, you get me. So for me, it was a quick decision. Like yeah. I thought about it as a quick thing. Okay, rather I become a full time content creator, mm. and then I had a game plan. My game plan was be on the ground for as long as possible, mm. learn everything, mm. learn how to be a YouTuber, learn how to edit, learn how to be on TV, learn how to do radio, learn everything. Learn podcasting, learn how to do reality show, learn everything. Being Tato Rampiri, being the person that's doing it. And then from there, once you've learned everything on the ground, which is basically the first five years of working, if you think about it. Mm. First five years of working, nine to five, you're doing all the groundwork. Yeah, true. And then from there, you become a leader in the industry because you have experience. Yeah. So I said, let me give myself as much experience as possible. 
And then from there, I said, okay, cool, I got the experience. Let me invest as much as possible in myself. Started getting crazy gear. Mm. And then from there, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm at the point where let me make all these things into companies and businesses. I know production. I know how to lead a team. I know how to lead a director, an editor, someone on lighting, all mm. these things because I've shot shows. Mm. You get me? So now what can I do? I can start a production company. Mm. I know the whole supply chain. No one can lie to me or rob me. Mm. I've learned how to shoot property content. I've learned how to use cameras at a, quali- at a level that I couldn't use that before. Mm. Now when I hire someone that's doing cameras, they can't lie to me. Mm. You know, they can't charge me a crazy amount because I'm like, mm, I know your job and I can do your job. Mm. If I'm on set or if I'm working like at the I know exactly what I'm going to be paying for. Exactly, I can edit. Mm. I can edit sound, I can edit video, I can edit lighting, I can do all these things. So it's like, my game plan was to be on the ground, do what I love, travel, do all these things, and then eventually form all these things into companies okay. and try to leverage my brand and to create some sort of product or service mm. which my following can purchase. Yeah. So that leveraging my brand and creating a product or service is coming. Yeah. I've traveled and edited a couple of times. Mm. I had sold merch three times. Mm. And all of those times was very successful. Mm. Like over 50, 200 sales. Nice. Each of those times. Nice. You gave me profits. I was I was a student. Like I, my first source of income was actually from merch. Like outside of Crazy. AdSense and stuff. I was making a lot of money from merch. Because mm. I made this big investment. Spent like, okay, at the time it was big. Now I'm thinking like, what? Big investment. I spent like two, three, four K. It was a big investment. I spent like two, three, four K. Mm. Bought some merch. I bought it in bulk. Mm. I was like, you know, it's better for me to buy this, this clothing in bulk versus mm. me buying it one, uh, one by one. Because uh, when you're ordering clothing or products the more you buy the cheaper okay because obviously you can spread the cost of logistics mm. spread all those costs mm. cool got the merch promoted that merch like i was insane and it was selling like like hotcakes bro like my queen bro on the side mm. in the morning i was selling and every week i'd get like 10 15 20 sales maybe seven sales bro i'm making my profit back but now obviously mm. i'm struggling with like sizing because i've bought the stock I, I only have mediums left this person wants an extra extra large mm. an extra 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 small so like as i'm doing these things on the groundwork i'm learning about like you know selling products mm. and i'm learning about selling services mm. through being a youtuber mm. so i think that my point is in everything that i've been doing i've been very open-minded in the fact that i'm learning this thing to use a skill in the future mm. you get me mm. not I have to kill this thing and execute this thing now and this one must be my end and beyond. Mm. No, if I do the merch, I moved on. Mm. Did the merch, moved on. Did the merch, moved on. So, okay, cool. I'm wasting, I'm spending so much time, you know, going to go deliver merch and everything. Mm. I only can do, I, can, I mean, I've told 50 to 100, but I can probably do max of 150 because mm. of my following. Mm. Let me stop this thing now and go focus on what? My following. Mm. So, I left merch, merch along long ago mm. and I've been pushing myself, trying to get my name out there more, mm. trying to get more respect. Oh, so it's going to be easier to sell like that. It's easier to sell. Mm. Trying to be known for quality. You mm. get me? Yeah. So, that's that's who I am. Whoa. <laughs> That's exactly what happened with me. So Yeah. It's all okay. Uh let's go back to the notes. Okay. <laughs> but what about um Yeah. Let's say okay, I think we want to know your first Okay, of course becoming an um a, new, a YouTuber is entrepreneurship on its own and obviously handling that, dealing with that. It wasn't the first time I was entrepreneurial, by okay, the way. Okay, so get, tell us about your first time, your first It was through first my time. dad. It was through my dad. So, so when I was when I was studying my degree, you study things like Bro, you study how to make a factory room the most effective. Mm. Like how to make the flow of the room the best. Mm. You study what makes the room slow. Uh, if I'm making a factory, why is by step C, why is everything slowing down? Why is there B and A waiting now for C, but then D, E, F, G is, is the longest? Why not put C at the end? Why not move C or why mm. not? You know what I'm saying? You study lot sizing. You study uh, processes flow. So my dad has, uh, has a company which needed that. Mm. You get me? In Lumpopo. Mm. So I'd go and I'd go there and I'd basically consult. Okay. Okay, and that was my biggest goal in life. I wanted to have a consulting company. Oh, okay. Because I go, but I can consult for all these different types of things. Mm. Like I know this shit. I did mm. industrial engineering. Mm. I can work in any space. I can make anything better. That's mm. my job to make anything flow better. Mm. So that's my first like attempt at entrepreneurship, mm. attempting to go to like taverns and small companies mm. and making looking at this, looking at how they do things, and mm. then making it better. And did you? Uh, I did it like three or four times. I applied like lean manufacturing. I, I did a couple of times. And how did that go? It was good, but they, they never really wanted to pay me. So oh. I kind of ended up doing it for like free for experience to learn. Okay. And it was fun. Like I think I just enjoy leading a team or leading something or mm. being able to look at something and make it better. I, I, ha- I hate starting new things. I want to go consult and make things better. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's how I kind of started off kind of. Uh, beat, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I want to speak about the education system. So uh, we should have started here actually. <laughs> uh, I believe that the education system... Um, 
isn't what it says it's going to be. For the longest time, we would apply for high school, for university, and we were told that, like, you know, do this shit, and trust me, once you, once you get it, you're going to be nah. But unfortunately, because of our economy and our country, people are popping out degrees from, from different places, and they're unemployed, bro. Mm. Because you're learning skills that are needed for use. the now, not for <laughs> the next five years when you're done. Mm. Or you're learning skills that keep you working at the same level for the rest of your life. Mm. Or basically, skills that can only work if you're working for someone else. Exactly. And they put you in a system. Yeah, that's the whole point of school. For sure, really. I don't like. If it was up to me, mm. the education system will teach you, and we watched a video about this recently, the education system will teach you about money, mm. the value of money. Mm. The economy. The economy, inflation. How, how money works with the economy. What works with the economy. What happens when the economy is doing this... What happens to money when that happens to the economy? Yeah. How is money related to also all the other countries in the world and how, how they move affect how money's moving for you? Yeah, and we're speaking about high school right now when I say education system. Yeah, Because with university, you obviously go study what you want to specialize in. Mm-mm. So if you go study money, you sort it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. No facts. Um, tax. I wish tax was an education system. I think that's, that's insane. Like, I know, even with me, bro, I didn't know when I had to pay tax. I knew that everyone pays tax, mm. but I didn't know when I had to pay tax until I consulted with somebody mm. and they're like bro you should have been paying tax six months ago then i said damn <laughs> what then i had to literally look at my company books for six months and pay oh, back i'm lying not six months it was the previous financial year there was a financial year which i didn't do any tax mm. return so that previous financial year i had to look at everything and then pay tax i had to pay like two three four k for the Crazy. company actually i was still an smme like a small mm, business smme what is it smme it's, yeah it's small medium whatever enterprise. micro what the what small medium enterprise something like that yeah small, small to medium enterprise Okay. I don't know. I was yeah, a small I also business. don't know. I'm also not sure what the exact um S M M E, yes. Yeah. And the E is small. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> You're kidding me. Anyway, I was still <laughs> I need to pay tax and stuff. But my point is, bro, we should know about SMMMEs. We should know about um tax. We should know about inflation. Mm. We should know about when to pay VAT. Do you guys know when to pay VAT? People don't know when you have to pay VAT. Do you know when you have to pay VAT? I well, not okay. when you pay VAT, but I know when, when I do pay VAT. When you have to. No, 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 no. Like not VAT. Like as a company, there's a certain stage we have to pay VAT. When you make more than a million a, a financial year, in a financial year, yeah. in a year, you have to be your VAT registered. Uh, oh, like you have to be a VAT vendor. You have to, yeah, basi- yeah, basically. You have to be a VAT vendor. Okay. People don't know that shit, bro. Yeah, I also didn't necessarily know you that. You get me? So it's like, I wish the high school education system had this type of information, mm. which we need right now in our real lives. Mm in order to for us to be able to take the risks of becoming entrepreneurs. Mm. Because now, how am I going to become an entrepreneur when I don't know how to run a business? When I have to go study business in university to run a business? You know what I think? I think, like, LO shouldn't be teaching us how to throw around balls or how to play, like, or how, how to run. I feel like life orientation should be orientated yeah. on life. But you know what happens now, yeah? Because I've seen with my high school in the past. What happens is, they bring in people, external entities, who see this gap in the market, and they help you find the degree you should be doing. With us, we'll do tests in grade 11, and they teach you which degree is best for you. But that, that, no, that's not that's not what life orientation. Yeah, no, but it, it's, uh, okay, uh, I'm just saying because it was associated to life orientation. Oh, okay, no, but... And it was for the purpose of showing you if you should be entrepreneurial or mm. if you should work in this field. Mm. But nine times out of ten. But did you hear what you said? You basically said they would bring people to come and guide you on which career path you should take. Yeah, so like which degree you should do. Yeah, which degree or which... That's oh. still saying we're basically bringing in someone to guide you which part of the system should you fall under. Yeah, it's not true. that we're not bringing some, we're Education. not bringing the CEO of a company to come and tell you guys that, okay, this is exactly. Yeah. And I think it's, I, I personally feel like it's deliberate and that's just how it's set up. But I mean, yep. yeah, we get that part. We get that. But, but knowing that, I think it's, it's honestly, it's on us to change that. You know, it's on us to realize that, okay, this is how it's set up. Like, I don't know if you guys, like, if you're on Instagram, you know, there's always videos about um, how to escape the matrix. Who's this, there's this controversial guy that a lot of people like, don't necessarily like, but I feel like sometimes he speaks sense. Iman. Andrew Tate. Oh. You, you, that, uh-huh. Means like oh, Shem, I genuinely don't know who Andrew Tate is. I've never consumed his content. I've never heard his opinions. Yeah. I don't even know what he's, what he's done. What's what his story? Yeah, I, don't know I also story. don't know his story. Nor would I even go and search what his story is. But yeah, basically, the education system really needs to just shape up, bro, and teach people, like, outside of B, because now I know they try to teach us how to, oh, are you okay? They try to teach us, like, you know, how to study music. I did music in high school. Try to teach us music. Try to teach us, you know, art. And they're trying, but genuinely, they need to shape it up and make it better equipped 
for people to start businesses. And on top of that, bro. What? I forgot. What was about to say? <laughs> Teach businesses. Makes sense why you went, bro. Yeah, I was trying to it's remember like, my okay, thoughts. Okay, let me think. What am I thinking? But anyway, we can move on. Yeah. Business, bro. A lot of risks with business. Um, yeah. A shit ton of risks. First risk, which I think is very obvious, you can have the best company. You can be like a collection selling 20 dresses a week, making <laughs> bank. Then from there, jiggy jiggy boom, you can make one sale a week. Jiggy jiggy boom. No sale. No sales months. a week. Jiggy jiggy boom, you can't pay for your salary. Jiggy jiggy boom, you can't pay rent, you can't pay your supplies, you can't do shit. Mm. So the biggest risk with business is literally cash flow and managing that. And that's something I've really struggled with. I always make sure that I have enough money for as long as I need. I want to say how long because I don't talk about <laughs> yeah don't uh, but like at least for like three four five months into the future six months I must have enough money to pay myself for six months because mm. now within those six months if I see okay I was going down I'm going to have to do something mm. there was a point last year where my money was really low dude like I couldn't pay myself for the second month I could pay myself for the next month but I couldn't pay myself for the second month so what did I do I actually changed strategies completely I sat down I evaluated how I create content I evaluated um, how I make my money and I evaluated why my money stopped coming. It stopped coming because people started gravitating towards short-form content. There's no brand deals anymore for YouTubers. All the brand deals were coming to Instagram and TikTok. So I said, okay, cool. I spend every single week putting in so much effort into YouTube, which is growing a community for me, but I get paid on Instagram. Why not at least take half of the energy from YouTube onto Instagram and TikTok, which is what Lebo and I did. Lebo had 4K followers on TikTok about last year, November, December. Now we're sitting on 78K. I had like That's 20K, right. 15K. Now I'm sitting on like 71K. That we even passed me. That was last year. That was last year. Because we saw, okay, cool, there's a new market. This new market has taken our money away, which we were getting mm. from as being YouTube because YouTubers were hot last year or the year before. Mm. Now what's hot is TikTokers. So mm. we literally re-strategized, changed the whole company, focused on short-form content, and we stopped we started creating content on TikTok. In that space, I grew a shit ton, more than three times, four times my original um, following. And I've gotten over 20 brand deals on TikTok. Mm. So now, with my point is, there's a big risk in entrepreneurship of going back to ground zero. But what's very important is to be adaptable and to be able to identify what's generating income, mm. even if it's a passion entrepreneurship journey, what's generating income and what can you do to stay are relatable and new. Mm. But I think that's relatable like... Relatable current, sorry. Um, I feel like that pressure comes in when it's like, for example, it's a full-time job, like with you. Like with you, it's like, also in the space that you're in, you need to move where the money is moving. Like for example, it wouldn't make sense for you to just stick to YouTube when you're seeing that there's money elsewhere in the industry and not necessarily that. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like... For example, it's always, you know how, we, like, even with just normal YouTube videos, it's, it's always important to sort of niche down. So I feel like that's the same thing with, like, business as well. Like, I feel like if you know exactly what you're doing and what you're focusing on, you know how to be better or you learn or you could potentially learn how to be better in that particular field. Yeah. Because I'm speaking from a perspective of, for example, if, for example, like, waste beads didn't work out for me, which they didn't because I stopped them, um... I sort of, okay, fine, so I moved to clothes, but I couldn't necessarily, like, run to something else in the same thing. Like, you need to figure out why it's not working because at the end of the day, it's still the same brand. It's still, like, a collection, right? But, for example, it's things like the marketing was wrong, you know, um, that it had something that I had to completely... D&E. Hmm? Your marketing did not exist. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. There's no marketing. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> I think we get it. <laughs> Marketing was horrible. Yeah, but I'm joking. it wasn't horrible. But it could have been. We could have put way more effort into it. No, it, no, it was horrible. We can literally. Okay, it, yeah, it, it was horrible. Was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. There was there was no marketing because that company could have. If you know, my honest opinion, if you took that business seriously, and you did the right marketing mm. and everything, you'd have people right now making beats for you. True. Selling or shipping orders out. True, but also I think. Because for me, it was like, this is taking too much of my time. It's taking yeah, too much. priorities. Yeah, I had to, let's just let it go. We'll come yeah. back. If it, if it if I ever get to a point where I can bring it back, I will. But for now, no. Yeah. The point I'm trying to make from what he said is that, yes, he had to move to where the money was going. But when you actually like 
doing a business or something outside of that, even if it's like, let's say it's not that industry. Okay. You need to make it work. Like if plan A doesn't work, plan A has to work. Like you need to find a way to fix it. Basically, that's the point I'm trying to make. And I think that's something I did not do with like the beads, but I think, yeah, that no, I'm done. The point is, the point is just, if you can't necessarily change where you're getting your money, fix where your money's coming from. Yeah, there's That's so the many point. there's so many like um frameworks which you can use. Like this easiest one is the SWOT analysis. Everyone knows it's we learned that in high school. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. And there's other uh, frameworks like the lead manufacturing. There's a lot of frameworks which you can do. So if you if you have a company right now, this is gonna be a, this is a great piece of advice. If you have a company right now and you feel like no man, there's something wrong with my company. Mm-hmm. The best thing for you to do is to go into YouTube and 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 search um, lean frameworks. So search lean frameworks or search um, industrial engineering frameworks, and then just watch YouTube and check the different frameworks. I'll try to put some of them in the description. But basically, these are frameworks which basically even the root cause analysis. Do the root cause analysis framework. These are frameworks which basically look at your business, look at how it's running. And then they tell you things which could make it better. You get me? Like okay. with lean manufacturing, the whole concept is a lot of people think um, Gamo's selling the waste beads. The waste beads are too expensive. You need to pump in more cash to make it successful through marketing. With lean manufacturing, it's not how do we pump in more money. It's how do we actually spend less money so we can stay at the same competitive price. Price, You get me? So Gamo, for example, with the packaging, maybe she's doing the stickers. Maybe the stickers are too expensive to, to produce. And she's not, and she's buying ten at a time. Mm. Go buy hundred sticks for the whole six, next six months because you know you're committing to this company for six months. Mm. You get me? Or let, change your mode of transport, mm. or change the way you do your beading. Maybe, maybe instead of actually, you know, selling waste beads that you make, make a little pamphlet which teaches people how to make waste beads, and then people can actually start new hobbies now. Mm. Now you remove the whole thing of people making the waste beads. Mm, they can make them themselves. They yeah. just buy the stuff from me. Make a little card, scan the QR code. The QR code opens three unlisted videos from Kamu teaching you how she does it. It's nice, it's private. You're paying for the course. Mm. And you get to make your own ways beats. And then you can speak and sell That's very how, smart. how therapeutic it is for me mm. to to do this. You know, how Thanks. I needed a hobby. Mind you, everything I just said now with the waste beats is trademarked. So we're going to sue you if we see that. She's going to make <laughs> that shit next week. <laughs> but yeah, my point is, you see how yeah. instead of trying to pump in more money to marketing, you look at the company, look at the flow, you say, okay, cool, how can I make this better? Mm. Identify your problems. And then, okay, cool, how can I be innovative? Wow, I should actually write a book. I'm so dead. That was a great piece of advice. It was. It that was, was a really Thank good you. piece of advice. You're going to do it, man? I'll do it if I was you. That would be silly if you don't do it. When oh <laughs> <laughs> this guy said you better do it, you better fucking do it. Yeah, so we're speaking about the negatives, the risks, and there's so many more risks which we can touch on. But I also want to speak about the positives of entrepreneurship, which is why I actually made this podcast episode. Okay, can we before we go there? How about we start with this? Mm-hmm. I'm a student right now, I'm in high or I'm in high school, I'm in grade nine, ten, and I can see that I wanna be rich. Yeah. I just don't know how. Wait until the end of the episode and then we'll tell you how. Watch the rest of the episode. Okay. Uh, the positives, bro. What are some positives that you experience with entrepreneurship? Like you, I like being in charge. Sorry. Yeah, which is which is a big thing, by the way. Yeah. Like, continue. That's a, that's like <laughs> that's my favorite thing too. <laughs> and when I say in charge, I'm talking about in charge of my time. I think in charge in general. <laughs> you like being the boss lady. Yeah, like I need to feel like I need to get stuff done. Uh, it, it just in makes it. sense to me, in it, Exactly. Okay, the point I'm trying to make is that I, I like being in charge in the sense that, okay, at the end of the day, if you're suffering, it's your fault. See, it's, the thing is, that's the problem with watching, like, you know when you watch motivational videos and, like, these people are saying, yeah, you're broke just because you're lazy and I don't care, you're going to stay broke. That's not a lie. You're just being very emotional. <laughs> you're being very emotional and you're not hearing it. You're the not trying truth, to see. The truth burns. Yeah, you're not trying to see that you're you're your own mountain. And at the end of the day, you're your own mountain. And the thing is, like, I I love, he says I like money. Yeah? I don't like money. I like what money gives me. I love, I'm a, I love comfort, right? For me to have comfort, I need money. So I have to what? I have to obsess over that thing that's going to give me what I want, right? So... Because of that, it's also part of the reason why I even started a business. Like I, or even think of that side of things, because I want to live comfortably. I come from a home where, like, 
I was I can't say I was comfortable. I'm I'm still not. So for that reason, it opened up my eyes to the fact that if I want change, I am the one that has to lead it. Nobody's gonna you're come and do you're it. The enabler of your change. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. So the positives of it is that at the end of the day, you create your yeah, you create your future. Like you decide what it is that you want for yourself, and I think that's a positive about it. Because tomorrow you can't say, "Oh, my job pays me only five hundred rand. There's nothing I can do." Uh-uh. That is the easy way out. You know, it's so easy to say, "Oh my god, I only get this much. I don't have money for petrol. I only get this much. I can't go out with you. I only get this much." You're using that as an excuse. No, if you actually really wanted to make more money, you would. You just don't want to. Why? Because it's a lot of work too. Do you know how much effort it takes that you have to sit you have to sit down and have to start something when it's not working? Mind you, you put money into that, money you didn't have, and it's not working. The frustration. Some people are just it's easier to not go through that. So the point I'm trying to make is the positives is you create your life. You decide what yeah, you create your life, you decide what it is, how you're living, what it is you want for yourself for the future. And another positive is that to be honest, that's my biggest positive. I, yeah. d- I don't think I care about any other thing except that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Controlling time, and for me, it's th- for me, it's controlling the time. It's the money, bro. Like, yeah, the money is amazing. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. There is power in money. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it's, people He's don't speak about people don't like, speak about this, bro. There is so much power in cash flow, in investment, in fixed assets, in a diverse portfolio because you're in charge. Facts. You're in charge, my man. Oh my God. It's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like, you're in charge, bro. Like, for example, bro, my life, like, my life when I sit back and look back, my life is a movie. Bro, I have committed sure. myself to living in Cape Town for three weeks this month. Soft. Because I have the cash flow to do so. Soft. And it's not something that you can just do. So for and it's me, not going to break the balance. Not, not that balance. you're doing it. It's not going to go back and have to no, live on sh- pop. No, no, no. We're not shaking. We go back. We go back to caviar. Oh do you understand? The level. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, uh, <laughs> my point is, bro. For me, it's given me so much entrepreneurship. Has given me so much time, which is beautiful because mm. time allows you to be creative, mm. allows you to be innovative, allows you to think. I also when think I like that about five, it. Yeah. The fact that like it actually takes you out of your comfort zone. You actually have to sort of fight like bring out the best parts of you the best the smartest parts of you the creative parts of you you need to bring it all out of yourself and i feel like that is beautiful and like i feel like it has an element of making you feel like you're living like you're alive like you're doing something with your life dude every day same thing like every day every day i feel like that's how it gets boring that's how depression starts because you have nothing to look forward to. But when every single day there's a challenge, when every single day there's something to be fixed into, something to sort yeah. out, something to figure out, I feel like it's fun. It makes the journey of life fun. Yeah, also, I, I mean, because I feel like you're shit on 95 right now. 95 is no. like, because you're like, every day, same thing. Personally speaking, if I knew what I wanted to, where I wanted to be in life, my goals, my level of living, my standard of living, and my commitment to life, 95 sounds extremely amazing at the same time too. You go to work, you do your thing, you do what it, what you're good at, what you what your niche is. You get paid every single month. When you get paid, you get to pay everything else. Security, you're secure. There's no risk. There's low risk. It's medium reward. You get me? It makes sense. It's it's it makes sense for raising families because families there's a lot of risk. Kids need to eat. So a nine to five also is very ideal, I've and they've made it very ideal. Also, I'm not I'm not speaking about it like I never like for example after school I'm gonna have to step into a nine to five. Mm, you, you, not you, have to. You've given yourself the mentality that you have to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have. But point I think is, you want to. No. But like, wait. Point is that if I once I step out and I want an inflow of like consistent income, so a nine to five is the easiest fallback. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not say I'm not speaking like the way I'm speaking of it as though like it's something that you miss me with that bullshit. No, that's not. That's the basic. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm basically speaking on it like for what it is because I know I would get bored. Of like doing doing the same thing every day if it's interesting, fine. You know, there are also people that prefer no, that. No, can't be, bro. For, like, oh yeah, some people Excuse actually. Excuse me. But some people actually love routine. Yeah. No, so I'm, I'm speaking from me. I'm saying like every day, me. No ways. I want my life to be different. This, this is the same guy that said, "I feel like you're shitting on nine to five right now." No, 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 no. You're saying, no. Uh, yeah, mm, I hear you. I was just exactly. saying, I agree with the fact that like the same thing every day. Miss me with it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like I'm basically yeah. like speaking for myself, like. I like the hints I said. I I stopped. I cut you, and I said I like 
the creativity that comes with being an entrepreneur yeah. or um, the thinking that has to come with it. The fact that you have to literally pull out the best parts of you almost every day to make that one thing work. I think that is fun and interesting for me compared to, like for, if I have a nine to five that paid me a million every month, I don't mind doing the same thing every day. I mind, bro, because now I can only spend a million after five and on weekends. I want to spend it Monday to chose the ones the Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, guys, at the same time, I'm about to wrap up in like a minute. Uh, <laughs> ask me one piece of advice I give to anybody who wants to... Oh, when did I ask you that? You, you, you say, what would you give somebody who wants to start a company? Oh, were they already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Who wants to start a company but doesn't have any money and they're a student but they want to mm. be entrepreneurial. Bro, I'd honestly say it's very important to look at your own life, yeah, the life you live. So, okay, cool, I'm a student. Mm. I go to class every day. Mm. I wake up, I pack a scaffolding, I go to class, I eat my scaffolding during lunch break, I go to classes in between classes. After classes, I go to extra classes, then I go home, I chill with friends, I drink and whatever. That's your routine. You wake up. Then from there, from whatever your routine is, whatever you've painted, look at gaps in those in those routines where you could start a company, which which start a company from something that you do yourself every day. So now in the morning you wake up, you make breakfast, you can say, okay, cool, maybe I could go into meal prepping. Then you do research on meal prepping. How can I meal prep for students? Maybe I can make meals for people at my risk. Maybe I could make 15 meals a day and then give it to these people, make it very affordable, make it homey. What do people, what do people miss in rest? People miss their mother's touch. So when I make these meal preps, they're not going to be simple, just fried chicken and vegetables. They're going to be stew, my boy. I'm going to be making pop. I'm going to be making things that people don't have access to in res. You get me? Then from there, you can move on to your day. If that doesn't like, if that doesn't work, now you're saying, okay, cool. I, I walk to school. I walk like 20 minutes. Bro, check how much one bicycle is. Save up, buy a bicycle, rent it out. Eventually, you get one, you get two, you get three, you get four. You have a whole network. Speak to the university. Look at the rules for that. Like, there's so many ways for you mm. to become an entrepreneur. So the best way to do it is to look at your A to Z mm. and back to A and see within your lifestyle, what would you want to make your life a little bit better mm. and then give it a try. Okay. I think for me, the one thing I, I learned about myself is that I was so used to being taught. Like, I was so used to learning coming from, uh, uh, like, someone standing in front of me and teaching. And I realized that, like, with my academics in general, like, for example, you can easily step out of, like, just your classroom and Google things like, okay, how do we solve X, Y, and Z, you know? I, I, I wasn't used to that. Somehow, I was just used to the fact that being taught only occurs or learning only occurs when there's someone standing in front of you and, like, they are teaching. So, my biggest thing is what he said, research. Like, you can make money. You just, you just don't know where to start. Bro, and the lack of knowledge sorry, is what's stopping you. you. Yeah, no, fully. I was, I was going to make a quick statement. Yeah. Come on, I could stop everything we're doing right now, take all the money we have, move to an apartment, and go into e-commerce and become millionaires by next year, June. Easily. Do it. <laughs> no, but you were saying. You get me? I'm saying like, is that possible? Like, if we sacrifice lifestyle, sacrifice a lot of things, move into an apartment, say we're going to go into e-commerce and do research on e-commerce and Facebook Marketplace, we could run Africa. Yeah. Like, anyone, anyone, any one of you guys could do that. But now it's like, do I really want to go do all that research? Do I really want to stop my life? Do I want that disruption? It's also hard because there's, do you know, dude, there's so many videos on things like e-commerce, for example. You have to f go watch all of them so you can filter which one actually has the important information. Work. Also, yeah. guys, we're in a third world country, which means things are slow, but which means there is a lot of opportunities. Exactly, exactly. Like, become the the leader of that industry now. Mm. For example, bro, like, dog, I get so mad at myself because I'm also very lazy, by the way. Like, same. As much as I'm an entrepreneur and I'm, I'm killing everything I do, I could be doing, like, Five times more if I was just, you know, sacrifice some lifestyle and stuff. But like, I'm on this earth to live life too. You get me? Yeah. So I'm gonna chop breakfast. You understand? No, no, chop breakfast means you're sad. I'm gonna chop life. Mm -hmm. Anyway, my point is, bro, like, what is my point? Your point is research and anybody can be rich. Anybody can be rich. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, to be honest. Or third world countries. My point is, oh, yeah. you can be the industry leader in whatever you do right now. Like, you see, there's Uber and Bolt, bro. You could actually try to do something like that in SA. Mm. You get me? You see, like, anything that exists. In a first world country, you can easily take that and bring it here and bring it, and it's cheaper for you because they've done the research, they've done the market mm. analysis, they've done the trial and error, they've done everything, they've seen what works, they see how the market responds. Just bring it yeah. in here. And I think that, like, honestly, on like, dude, if you're literally like in high school, you want to make money, show me 
Reggae sama guenya. Chamisal muffins. There's so much power. Chamisal sweets. Swatsal gum. Yeah. Like anything. The problem is you don't want to be seen as someone selling gum. At yeah, school. stupid. That's the other problem. But the problem is it's that gum business that will teach you how to have the computer business in the future. Or that's going to teach you how to have whatever Yo. business it is. Yo. Yo. Oh keep, keep, keep going. Oh, keep thank going. you so much, you guys. Oh, okay. You know, I come from, you know, I can't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Point is, guys, anybody can make money. It's okay. Pretty. The point is that do how how badly do you want it or do you even want it? Okay. Yes, I am lazy. I would opt to stay the whole days in bed compared to doing anything, but it's the part of me that has experienced uncomfortability that pushes me to what to strive to get comfort. Right. So you need to find that part of you that says, I don't want to live like this anymore and use that to continue. Personally, anybody can make money. You just you just need to ask yourself also how do you want to make money? And then the other thing is once you do know how, if you're going to sell something for service, know who you're selling it to. Once you know who you're selling it to, you know how to cater it for them. That's marketing. And then from there just go hard. Oh, don't spend the money that comes from it. <laughs> I know the biggest thing I did with the way speed is that the minute someone said they're buying something. I already had a plan for that money the minute it came into my account. <laughs> it's not even a joke. And then what happens? Three, four months you're down the line. investing back into the business. Exactly. Three, four months down the line, I need stock. I can't even afford it anymore. I have to wait to get money elsewhere or someone to make an order before I can make their order. Because why? you're eating awesome baskets. Exactly. And I, I <laughs> ate the money. Don't yeah, eat the money. Now, I want to leave the podcast on, yeah. on that high note. I appreciate each and every single one of you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, I got an email. I got a, I got a message from this lady, and I hope she's still listening to the podcast. She said, um, "Busi." She said, "Hey, Tato, love the podcast, but you were speaking about dating and stuff like that." Let's not lie. He is. So shout out to Busi. A big shout out to her. You. I changed pretty much this topic and made it what she recommended. I should speak about what you do. Speak about business. Speak about you know being black. What, 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 what. So we're trying to make the podcast a little bit more, you know, educational, but still fun. But mm. speaking about real things, man. Because, mm. like, black people, we like speaking about dating, gossip stuff. Yeah, Let's also, change that. Yeah. It's up to us to actually change the platform okay. and make an effort. And it's up to you guys to also, like, allow for us to change it. Because I was telling Kamo, the reason why I don't change is because, like, when I do that stuff, people don't watch. Mm. And at the end of the day, this is my, this is my bread and butter. Mm. But thank you guys for watching the podcast. I appreciate each and Wait. every single one of you. Uh, we will definitely see you guys very, very soon. Ray-Bans and Catamarans.